listening to Scary Stories from Camp Roanoke. My name is Katie Wiggins. I'm Morgan Drisco. And this is a podcast where we tell each other true scary stories of the paranormal. Generally ghost stories, generally from fantastic ghost television. There is a heavy dose of banter, and um, which is such an obnoxious word because it basically assumes that it will be funny. I'll just say we chat. <laughs> Um, but it it, it seems generally worthwhile, so I don't know. Give it a chance. Uh, anyway, (laughs) if you would do us a huge favor, it would be amazing. Oh my god, my kitten is biting my feet. (laughs) If you could search our podcast right now in Apple Podcasts and go ahead and give us a five star review, just say a couple words that would be amazing because we're heading into busy season, autumn, and we're gonna get the most listeners who Mm -hmm. don't listen to us on a yearly on like a weekly basis these are going to be people that um imagine this are only interested in this stuff for about one month out of the year so crazy very strange group yet we want to welcome them yeah as if we understand their perspective (laughs) uh so the way that you can um help them feel comfortable with Mm -hmm. us is to to let them know how you feel in our reviews Mm -hmm. uh and then they'll feel more more confident and comfortable um uh, getting to know us. So we'd really appreciate that. If you could do that now, that would be amazing. Um, I have to get this cat off my ankles. <laughs> I When I tell people that we have a, a spooky podcast, the reaction I get most of the time with adults is, oh no, I can't do scary things. And it, I forget that there are people that don't love horror. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me? So Who like, what you? do you what do you like then? Yeah, it's like. <laughs> so what's your what are game? your hobbies? What's your gig? What's your aesthetic? What's your seasonal? Yeah, what do up? you do in October? <laughs> um, I finally saw the incredible Scooby Doo and the Witch's Curse. Oh, um, yay! <laughs> I could not favorite. believe it. I had watched it years and years ago, and mm-hmm. the only part of it that I remembered was the Hex Girls. That was literally the only part. Their goals? I, I love them. I love them. We're They're eco gods. And we don't <laughs> they're need so your cool. approval. They're not cool, but their aesthetic, I dig so hard. Like they're the black amazing. with the color trim. I love it. <laughs> I love them. Um, and also the Stephen King character insert that was just uh, Tim Curry. No, not Tim yeah. Curry. Yes, it was Tim Curry. Curry. It was Tim Curry. Book. Yeah, and he was British and he was be like, yeah, so I was born in Maine. But he's like so clearly Tim Curry from yeah. England. And then the yeah. mayor. And they were supposed to be in Massachusetts. Oh, I'm the mayor. Which is insane because everything was so Maine. Welcome and a Massachusetts accent is not a Maine accent. And you're exactly right. I had no idea that the mayor would be so obnoxious sounding. Yeah. And he's got his ma, ma, ma. And then I feel like the locals have more of a ma, ma, ma. Like, I feel like he's just so high-pitched. I think that's why they chose him for mayor. He's a... That's how he got to be mayor? His voice was the most man. high-pitched? Yeah. <laughs> All right, I gotta get this kitten out of here. She's gonna destroy my feet. One second. <laughs> um, but I did make an important discovery when I was watching the movie. Okay. And that is that I can do an all-right impression of Shaggy. <laughs> Oh my god! I have, okay, I'm ready. Okay, <laughs> let's see how this goes. <laughs> like, <Likes>, oinks! <gasps> <laughs> 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 
<laughs> How do you do that? It's all in the like, like, I can't. It's I just can do like the that's it. Like, yeah. like Scoob. That's and you sad. have to do the face. I love that. Well, I don't like, know what my face is doing. I'm being taken it's, over it's, by it's, the spirit of Shaggy. Do you feel hungry? But I know that everyone seems to really enjoy my impressions, and mm-hmm. I'm not telling a story today, so I thought I would butter everyone Slide up one with, in. with that little taste of uh, <laughs> Shaggy. Um, oh, but God, fi- his, I think that's... His facial hair. Pretty upsetting stuff. He's got a soul patch. It's the uh, part of the show. But I will... Yeah, I think I'll... Okay. I think I'll... Did you like um, it, though? Did you like the movie? Oh, I loved the shit out of it. I loved that the Stephen King character was actually like, no, I'm evil, and I want to become a witch. And I'm like, damn right you do. (laughs) Fuck yeah, Stephen King. And I loved loved his, like, ancestor when she showed up. She was a cold-hearted snake, and I loved it. Yeah, me too. And that voice actress is also heavily featured on The Simpsons. She is (gasps) Skinner's mother. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners, that's the perfect fall movie if you're trying to get in the mood. Also been um, watching Gilmore Girls. Never watched it before. At first I thought that the Aaron Sorkin-esque dialogue was insane and so fast and unrealistic that I couldn't get a hang of it. Mm-hmm. But um, if you, it's like uh, your first taste of beer. At first it's horrible and you don't understand ah, why anyone likes it. Then and then if you just it. inundate yourself in it for mm-hmm. days and days and days, eventually you uh, get a taste for it. So... It's been great. <laughs> you gotta really work for it. You do. Um, that was not. That did not come naturally to me. But you like that it did a lot. not come naturally at all. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's set in Connecticut. I there's a lot of wasp mm. humor, and I'm really down with that. And I love it. the level of emotional suppression is accurate to New England. So, what can I, I say? Love it. I love it. I love genuine television. All right. Well, I've been. Um, Wishing I were somewhere else but here since it's been 100 plus every day. Don't and I've been, talk about... I've been thinking about the, the Northeast. hellscape that you live in. <laughs> well, I'm I'm going into why I chose the episode I did. So, there were two options from the show that I wanted to pick. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania or just Northeast. Okay. And so I read the descriptions and I chose this one. I chose to take us to Pennsylvania. Oh, good. Not okay. Florida, Arizona. Thank you. Nevada, where yes. I typically choose. To- yes. I choose hot, desolate places because I feel like the angriest ghosts stay there. Yeah. <laughs> also, I feel like there's something about Kansas City. There's something mm. about like those areas. Kansas City has been popping up a lot in my life lately. I don't um. know. I don't think you Why? should follow that. I'm not good. <laughs> Duh, uh, I won't. Don't, don't follow that line. <laughs> um, there's just something about like post-industrial places where it just feels like a lot not of my, horrifying stuff happens. Um, so yeah, I like to just get uh, get right away from there. So yeah, good. So. I'm glad we're in Pennsylvania. They have very, very weird accents in Pennsylvania. Do they? Yeah, it's like almost British. It's stupid. I should have given you some notice so you could have prepared one up for us. Yeah, yeah they're that they're done. <laughs> next time, tune in next week for a, an accent. All <laughs> It'll right. be a time. I wanted to give Kindred Spirits another shot because I feel like the the first episode I watched wasn't an accurate representation of their 
typical show, possibly, uh-huh. because they said it, the Native American spirit was something they never encountered. They had to bring someone else in. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see how they dealt with something that was in their realm to right. see if I really like the show, because I'm still not sure. But watching it, I saw an ad for Dead Files. Okay. And I was living my best life, so I'm going to have to watch it. Oh, yeah. You've never it. seen Dead Files I've never before? seen it. No, I've never seen it. Never seen it. Did you, when you saw them, with my accents, my impressions, everything oh, was... yeah. Accurate. He was exactly what I expected. I mean, they, like, your accent of them was spot on, but my visualization of her was a little different than what she is. But I like what she looks like. Yes. Okay. All right. Like that's it. all I need. <laughs> so, Kindred Spirits, Amy Bruni, and Adam Barry... They're delightful little people. They're in Little Meadows, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. They're visiting Catherine and her daughter, Mary. Catherine's got this Well, that's weird. Plus... My mom's name is Mary and my name is Catherine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet she's Catherine with a C, though. That's she, nothing in she common is. with I those even, Catherines. I even typed Catherine with a K when I started. And then they were like, Catherine with a C. And I was like, oh, no- yeah. one of these. <laughs> yeah. Nothing in common. <laughs> the worst. So, she's had some paranormal experiences on her 30-plus acreage land to do with the woods, the inside of the house. So, the team's going to come in and investigate. So, they live on, like, um, rural farmland in Pennsylvania? Yeah, so it seems like there's a, a big road. They've got a beautiful log cabin. Well, it's I think it's beautiful on the outside. The inside has a lot of really old blankets and dolls and pictures and it looks really outdated but i think from like, like northeast what, kind of like what does it feel like the last time uh the inside was like updated oh or has it ever been i don't think ever <laughs> i think the house was put there in the 80s if i'm correct but it does not does not look like that okay so we're thinking that all this stuff was like plopped in from like grandma and great grandma and that's what it feels like it feels okay. like my grandparents have a lot of old stuff, but theirs looks beautiful and classic. Hers has the old stuff a little bit. It feels mm-hmm. like your grandparents' grandparents' stuff. Oh, my God. But she is... They didn't say her age. She looks like a grandma to me. Okay. This is Catherine? Catherine. Okay. Her daughter looks maybe our age, 20s, maybe 30. I don't know. They didn't really say. Okay. So... Beautiful log cabin, and then behind them and surrounding them is a lot of just woods. Their acreage looks like it's just woods, and I love that. So. We own these woods. (laughs) They could actually say that. That's amazing. I wish I had acres. Get out of my woods, just so I could say, (laughs) get get on out of my woods. I mean, we have the camp, but we we rent to own. god if we have one more camper death (laughs) it's over for us (laughs) but if we had our own woods quick burial no one has to be the wiser quick bury quick bury so i'm gonna take it room by room tell you what's going on in the house it's not a very big house two stories um on the staircase it's just one staircase there's okay, only an, one. <laughs> only one. <laughs> only one, you say. Only Ooh, one. <laughs> these Pennsylvania pools. Ah, spooky. <laughs> so there's the one staircase, and there's a really old 
classic looking light fixture at the foot and at the head, I guess, at both ends of the staircase. (laughs) (laughs) The foot of the staircase sounds right, but I've never heard them describe the top. I guess just the top. I I have no idea. (laughs) Just say the top and the bottom. (laughs) Top and bottom. Hanging light fixtures. Okay. One day, Mary is in the laundry room downstairs, and she hears a swing and a crash. She runs in, and there is splinters and glass everywhere. The light fixture at the top of the stairs has fallen by itself. <gasps> and it's not into the wall. It's not one of those It's in the wall. It's hanging a little bit. It's hanging from the ceiling, and then there's a little bit of a wire going to mm-hmm. the other wall. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot going on, and the wires were intact. They still have it hanging up. The light bulb was intact. It was just the The glass fixture that surrounded fixture. it just mm-hmm. fell? And I think there was a wood part on top of it, and that also fell. And that had been there for, like, many years? Since she had the house in the 80s, to my knowledge, that has been there. Hmm. And it just fell. Okay. And it looks like Forrest was gonna... Like, she was alone in the house... Catherine said she got home and there was still glass and splinters. I don't know if Mary was lazy or if she wanted her to see what happened, but she left it and that was not. <laughs> I would not have been a happy Mary camper. Strikes again. <laughs> so um, now we're moving to the master bedroom. Catherine, this is where Catherine sleeps by herself. She'll often hear footsteps. Occasionally, she sees a figure staring at her while she's asleep. But the thing Wait. about the f- How can she see it if she's asleep? Well, when she wakes up. It'll wake her up because she hears the footsteps. Okay, okay. Okay. I'm sorry, but I'm a scientist. I'm a man of science. I owe it to the paranormal community. (laughs) I am no amateur. So she's asleep and she gets awoken by the sound of footsteps at night. And she sees this black figure staring at her. But the thing about the figure is it's a very small figure. Very short. Not like an adult. Not like a big person. Okay. Just stares at her. And one and one night when it happened, she heard a sigh coming from her ear. So she heard the footsteps. She saw someone watching her sleep. And then they were standing at the end of the bed and she heard the sigh in her ear. Like it was coming, like they were sitting by her face going, (sighs) or I don't know what sigh. She didn't describe the sigh. I think it's like a... (sighs) Like a breathy. Hey. Ah. Ooh. Hey, pal. Hey. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Do you believe? <laughs> so she's had some activity in her bed. Something's watching her. Moved to the living room. The daughter came to visit, and she was sitting on the couch, hanging out, and she heard voices coming from down the hall. The mom came in, heard it too. It sounded like it was coming from the kitchen, and it sounded like it was two monotone voices. It didn't sound like it was on TV or on the radio, and when they went, there was nothing there, and they didn't hear anything. Mm Mm-hmm. But they hear voices Did they catch any words? No, they didn't. They couldn't tell what they were saying. Uh They could just tell. It didn't sound like a recording. It sounded very monotone. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And the most interesting thing I think that happens regularly, which is why I chose this episode... Is mm-hmm. that both of them regularly see a shadow figure staring mm-hmm. at them from the woods. So something is in the woods staring at them into the house. 
No. <laughs> yeah, when I described the New England episode in this episode, I mentioned to Roger, I was mentioning that this one had someone staring in the woods, and he said, pick that one. That was the one. And I was like, yeah, you sold me. So somebody is watching them. Okay. Someone's when watching I... Catherine, and someone's watching the house. When I was in Maine, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I had to pee in the middle of the night. I don't know mm-hmm. if I told this story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did I tell this story? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you can... For our new listeners. Well, I just, I, I never realized how terrifying just a natural landscape could be. Mm-hmm. Because obviously I grew up around Mexican car dealerships and mm-hmm. no natural. <laughs> like, I had a big backyard with lots of flora and fauna. But, Your backyard um, was beautiful. But I can see... I can see the fence from where my backyard. Like, there was never mm-hmm. any mystery. When I was in Maine and I had to pee outside of mm-hmm. the cabin I was staying in, there's all these just dark woods and a full mm-hmm. moon so that everything is, like, electrified and that it's bright, but it's also so dark. And, and my worst, worst fear was to see something dark move amongst Mm -hmm. uh the silhouette of the trees just move between them Mm -hmm. and it terrified me to the point where i felt like i couldn't turn my back to the woods to pee um but i did and it was my first time peeing outside there you go very proud of myself uh that it was under such a strain (laughs) but i pulled it off no nervous bladders here. <laughs> it's easy to see why Stephen King writes about it, because it's so, like, timeless in another world and spooky, yes. but beautiful and ethereal. Well, there's, there's something, something about, about the natural world mm-hmm. being surrounded, just, like, fully immersed in it that makes you feel so vulnerable, mm-hmm. because there's nowhere to hide. Like, everywhere you look is trees, and then the moon is lighting everything. Beautiful so rocks. Yeah. So it's like, where do you go? Because a moose could just walk up and what do you do? Like, Have you seen was... the albino moose? What? Yeah. There's an albino moose. I mean, right. I'm assuming there's a few. <laughs> no, but... no, no, no. <laughs> <Just laughs> there's the one. The one. Okay, I'm pretty sure. Keep I might telling, be crazy. Keep telling the story and I'm going to look up albino moose. So last we heard from Kindred Spirits. There's there people, people, there's a, the yeah, there's someone in the woods watching these people. And then we're, and they made it clear. It's like my grandparents' house. There's a big road and your neighbors are miles away. They've <gasps> got, they own, did you see the, the albino, albino moose? Albino moose. He's beautiful and terrifying. Oh my God. If you should, I, we'll post if it. We'll I post saw it. this animal. It's done. I would think. I'll worship. That, I'll get on my like, knees and pray. I, I'll pray to the albino moose. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, I might just get on my knees and start, change my religion. I now worship this moose. All hail the mighty moose. Uga chaka. Uga uga. chaka. Hail the moose. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Nature man. It'll get you. We'll put that on a t-shirt. Nature, man. It'll get you. I can't stop looking at this moose. Keep yeah. talking. Okay, so... um, oh, oh, It's so beautiful. It's yeah. like someone dropped a bunch of plaster on top of him. Oh my like god, I'm looking the at the image and I'm so terrified. But also in awe, mm-hmm. I want to worship. <laughs> I'll give you mm-hmm. all of my possessions, moose. <laughs> Where do I oh, mail in human my money? Is, humans are weak. <laughs> One albino moose, and they've lost it. <laughs> it's enough to make everyone <laughs> prostrate. 
That's why yeah, the I'd Mainers are so my life for that moose. Yes, I oh, would. Oh, yeah. It has a rarer spirit. I already know. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The moose. I'm. It's important. I'm, we'll post it. People will see in the. I'm know. newly converted. You can yeah. understand my Join enthusiasm. Join the cult. <laughs> yeah. Join the cult. <laughs> okay. Continue. So now we're gonna move to the last room where there's activity. The dining room. Um, they'll be in the hallway, in the living room, other rooms on the same floor, and they will hear their table creak and they've got this big wooden table and they were messing with it to kind of show that you have to forcefully push it to hear it creak you have to like get in there and push it like you're moving the table a little bit so they hear it and there's never anybody there and they never see it actually move but they hear it so there's something trying to get noticed maybe something watching them not very good the mother Catherine, is fully convinced which is a trend I'm seeing in the show and probably a trend in people who call investigators of this type. She thinks it's family. She's certain it's family. But here's the catch. They've both been scratched in the house. Oh, that's not family. So they think, someone watching you from the woods? Unless I don't think you family really should have made peace scratching? with Aunt Susan before I don't think, she yeah. crossed over. <laughs> Aunt Susan, you owe her her rosary and she is pissed. <laughs> that, um... I think people think that because it seem, makes it seem less intimidating. Mm-hmm. And they want to think that someone's there watching them. That's family. Well, so that's like watching out true. For Someone is watching them. Yeah. But that is a tiny person and they live in the woods. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't they think did not describe. <laughs> they didn't describe the size of the figure in the woods, but they knew the person in the bedroom looked smaller. Well, I'm ga- so I would like to it's, think it's, a, it's a, all tiny people. It's all tiny people. All tiny people. Most upsetting. So they they came in, they went around the house, they saw the things they were mentioning. Um, they decided to ask her, well, since you think it's family, who do you think it is? Who's passed away in this house? Um, Catherine had a son named Adam. He died at four. My days brother's old. name is Adam. Why are I these know. all my I family know. names? I don't I like know. this. I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, so her son Adam died at four days old and she thinks it's him no no that's see I love I love that she's got that hope and that she loves him so much but I don't know at four days even if they're there if they know if they can do anything communication wise I think I don't know that if that's that happening. radiant spirit of Adam is probably always with her and watching over her mm-hmm. and loving her with the pure joy of a young child, mm-hmm. but but not. I don't think uh, he's scratching and creaking and watching from the woods. That would just be an upsetting reality. <laughs> yeah. So she thinks that's who's there. She's very hopeful. They were talking about Adam, and they pulled out this framed picture, and she has a no. picture of her baby framed still. And I think, yeah, he, he's been passed a while, so she always has this, and it makes me so sad. I don't think, I, I've, um, there have been instances of, like, babies that have passed over, uh, coming back to basically comfort the mother or the mm-hmm. parents, um, and it's always, in my experience, been, like, a really lovely experience mm-hmm. for all involved, like, it's always 
really light and really bright and really loving and mm-hmm. very very comforting like and this isn't the everyone vibe at ease mm-hmm. and i don't think a Staring. scratch ever puts anyone at ease yeah um, and his spirit probably wouldn't be the height of a child or i don't well, know I feel what like they height could he would manifest be. in they any way manifest. but i just feel like that would be a creepy way to do it yeah i don't think he'd yeah i once heard a story of a woman who had an experience where a toddler, like a blonde toddler, just like walked into her bedroom in the middle of the night and she was like, what? And then it disappeared. <gasps> and then and then years later, she had a baby. And then one day when he was like one or two years old, she looked at him and was like, you were the toddler that walked into my room I've like five years the ago. the worst goosebumps. <laughs> Oh my God. Because apparently this baby knew that it was gonna get born, and it was just like checking that baby out was mama. ready. <laughs> yeah. He was ready. See, so that's why I actually have goosebumps too. That's oh really my God, wild. that's incredible. Uh, mother energy is so strong. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. All so hail the white moose. <laughs> all hail the albino <laughs> moose. So we'll pause our prayer. And get right into the investigation. (laughs) So they've got their information. They kind of know a little bit about the house. They had it built in the 80s. It seems like she's the first owner of this house. So nobody died in this house. But they don't know about the land yet. Okay. So they don't think it's someone who's died in the house. Do you think they cleared that area of the woods to build that house? Probably not. Oh, mm. it looks like... It was just a pocket. Maybe they cleared a few trees. There's still so much wood around them. Uh-huh. So we'll we don't see. know, if, we don't know. Uh, if that space has been occupied by humans. We don't know. Before. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. But cool. Adam tends to do his research after a few days of investigation, so we'll see if he comes up with anything. Okay. And Adam is the guy that Adam's the guy. He's Adam is also the passed away baby. No. <laughs> yeah. They share the same name. They have the okay. same name. Mm-hmm. Understood. So they're setting up, they put up a trail cam in the woods, which is just like a hunting camera. It activates anytime something moves, typically for hunters to see if there's an animal in that area. Mm-hmm. Like a little nanny cam. Mm-hmm. Um, bunch of cameras in the house, in the hotspot rooms, and they're going to start in the living room. So they're starting it where they're talking, seeing if anything moves, if they hear any sounds. And then after they finish asking a few questions, they play back the audio and see if something responds. Mm-hmm. So they tend to get the most responses that way. So, hi, we're at we're Amy and Adam. Casual introductions, very polite. Whoever's with us, we want to hear from you and talk. Are you related to Catherine? Did you scratch Mary? Is there someone here named Adam besides this Adam? Please get our attention. They keep asking the questions. They give gaps. I like how they had to be very clear. They're like, oh, b- besides this one. For you smart ass ghosts out there. So it's like, they, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please get our attention, and then the table makes a loud creak. Oh. So something's maybe trying to get their attention. Can you knock on the table to make a further sound? They say as they move into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. If you're not related to her, that's okay. She just wants to know who you are because they're very convinced. That this person is not related to Catherine. Yeah. Catherine is not here. Mary's not here. It's just the crew. Um, mm-hmm. They finish asking their questions. They play back the audio. Complete silence. So all they've gotten so far is the table creaking. 
Mm-hmm. They decide to move to the guest room. Introduction. Have you broken things in this house before? Do you like Catherine and Mary? Do you watch from the woods? They decide to play the audio. Silence until... Do you watch from the woods? Yes. <gasps> and it was like a staticky, muffled, like very male voice. Yes. Oh no. They you don't. They immediately were like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Well, I don't believe you. <laughs> no, you don't. Prove it. <laughs> Liar. Let's go. <laughs> I don't believe it, so I just left. No, you're not. You are one of their family members, and you're nice, and you're playing a mean trick. We're leaving. So, mm -mm. So whatever's watching is in the house and communicating that it is watching from the woods. Okay, good. So now they want to know why, and they literally have wrapped up investigations for the day. (laughs) They're like, that was enough. We do a couple days. We're stopping here. That's fine. That's good that they do a few days. Yeah, I like that they do a few days. I think it's yeah. good to... Because then they can learn a little bit more, try different things. Mm-hmm. It seemed like they weren't getting too much, or maybe it was going to go creepy too fast. So now they're like, we want to know what's watching. That doesn't sound like a passed-on child. We've got to figure out what this is. So Adam goes to the library to research the land's history. And to the library! To the li- he always does that. He's like, to the library! And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. I love when they research the past of an area. That's Scrolling my favorite. Scrolling through microfiche. Yeah, like, it was well, amazing. well, a fur trade happened here in 1812. <gasps> um, How'd you... No, <laughs> that's <be> it. amazing. <laughs> but, like, how much history can you find in an area that's literally, like, the woods? Well... Uh, probably been the woods until it was pasture land. Turns out not. 250 years ago, and then it was occupied by cows. <laughs> so, um, Adam I basically just told y'all you all the history you of s- Connecticut, by the way. <laughs> and the story of this, this story. No, that's not <laughs> And the story I'm wrapping up by. Thanks for listening. Um, so he's there in the library. There was a cow feud that there- caused a lot of bad energy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the cow feud of 07. <laughs> That it's I will remember. <laughs> Could it be 1907, 1807, 1707? Cows are forever. Every 07. They reconvene. Again. The ghosts of the cows come back and you just hear. <laughs> that was my cow. <laughs> so he's Until a the Lord White Moose comes and <laughs> settles them for another hundred years. I think we've got a children's book in the works. <laughs> a very disturbing children's book. <laughs> That would be amazing. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. So he's in the library. Amy is talking with Catherine again, trying to get some more details out of her. Because it mm-hmm. seems like there's got to be more happening if those few things happen and they got on. The, like, there's got to be more going on. So um, she tells her more about the child-sized person watching her in her sleep. And then she's like, okay, let's go down this childlike path a bit more. Has there been any more activity that to you seems childlike? Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, yes. So Catherine, I get that maybe her child is a child. Maybe she's got friends who have young children. She had a toy utility tool bench on her porch. You know, it's got like the saw blade and there's like a little um, hangy wall thing for you to put your mm-hmm. drill and everything. And it's like a kid's 
one mm-hmm. where the drill makes a little fake tourney and all that. Yeah. So she's got that on her porch. And one day she went out on the porch and saw that the saw blade was slowly turning itself. No, no. No, no. And if you've ever played with, you ever babysat or played with these toys, you press the button and it goes. Or you gotta, you gotta do stuff to make it happen. Because it's for children and they're liable if it's a whole whatever. So the saw blade was going by itself. And she's like, oh, thank you for finally mentioning that. That seems paranormal to me. Thank you. <laughs> well, she- Yeah? Yeah. That's not Hasbro. Nope. Not Hasbro. That's paranormal. That's paranormal. Oh! So, blah, blah, blah. Okay? Remember that. <laughs> Thank you, Almighty Moose. So, we're going to go back to his library research. He's doing some research. Feels like it's coming up with not much. He finds this Ashcraft family. Who owned the mm-hmm. land before her? Oh my her. gosh, Ashcraft! Yeah, oh, it sounds that's like such a cool last name. Yeah, it sounds a little bit like it's from that Scooby Doo movie. Yes, the ancient Ashcrafts have been living here for years. Welcome to the town. <laughs> <laughs> so he's researching the Ashcraft family and what they did with the land. He found a Fred Ashcraft Jr. Who owned a sawmill on this land. He owned a a what? Sawmill. Yuck. Okay. Yeah. And um, it was that land. His daughter in 1942. His daughter and his wife came to work one day. On a Friday. And the mom brought the daughter so she could see the dad. And she didn't pay attention for a bit. (gasps) And the daughter ran into the saw. And got <laughs> cut in half. <laughs> yeah. It's really sad. So she was three Wait, years old. Like... Oh god, come on. I know. I thought this was like a dumb teenager. No. No, it was the mom brought her in to see her dad, and then I guess, you know, three year olds are running around, she wasn't paying attention. She ran into the saw. And uh you know what? I just should always be in a parent's arms or a yes. sawmill. I and that was in nineteen forty two, so not as bad as like the early nineteen hundreds safety wise, but still not great. Mm-hmm. I'm just realizing they didn't mention this at all in their the rest of this episode. They never looked into maybe Fred Ashcraft Jr. being here. I don't know if he died on the property or if his wife did. They must have been mourning heavily. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's any possibility of him being there. I don't know. But anywho. Tragic, tragic, tragic. Um, And Amy and Adam reconvene and he's showing her what he found out and she's reading the paper and she's welling up. She's got the horrified look on her face and she's starting to cry because that kid, when it died, was the same age to the month as her daughter was right then and there. Amy. Amy's daughter. The- yeah. Oh, her daughter was okay. like three years, five months. And the kid oh. was three years, five months when it died, something like that. Oh to the month. God. So she felt this horrible, like, connection. And she mm-hmm. was just traumatized. Mm-hmm. So, um, Adam finds a living relative of the Ashcraft, of Fred Ashcraft Jr. He finds <sighs> Fred's granddaughter who's an adult woman, and he brings her to the house and he says, I'm trying to get a feel of 
how far away the sawmill was from this house. Because something tragic happened, we want to try and get all the information we can. And apparently, it's like down the hill. Not very far at all, where the sawmill Mm -hmm. was. So, this girl died very close to this house. Mm -hmm. So they're thinking maybe this small figure might be this this horrifying story of this little girl. It might be the girl. So, this might not come out in the recording because I have to do some audio reduction, but it's raining really gently and beautifully, and I can hear it, and it's so lovely. And I just wanted to help set the scene. There's a cool breeze coming in from my window, lots of trees, and it is raining. Yes. Settle in. Sorry. That's beautiful. Child (laughs) sawed in half. Yes. So, (laughs) um, her name was Lucinda. Lucinda Ashcraft. God, that's such a cool fucking name. I know. Lucinda. Oh, I said her middle name. Lucinda Barbara Ashcraft. And I love Barbara Barbara as a middle name. I love it. So the next night of their investigation, they go in to the master bedroom where the- Oh my gosh, Ashcraft. Ash is a type of tree. Ashcraft, maybe they're descended from people that are into carpentry and sawmillery. I know that sawmills are a recent thing, uh, post-industrial- but uh, maybe their family Look had been that. working in uh, in woodworking for <gasps> a long time. Because I was so thinking cool. like ash craft, because ash is a type of tree, crafting ash. <gasps> That's so cool. Man, mm-hmm. that name just keeps getting fucking cooler and cooler. <laughs> I'm so upset. <laughs> so, okay. Next night of investigations, they're going in the master bedroom where the small figure has been seen because they think that it is Lucinda. They haven't told mm-hmm. Catherine about what they figured out yet. They got a little bit more information from Catherine about the moving saw blade on the toy on the porch. <gasps> oh, I didn't even think yeah. about that. So they he came to her and he was like, this horrible thing happened and I found out. And she said, holy shit, I found out that this thing happened and that seems strangely connected. So. I wonder if they were like, all right, let's bring in a table saw. And oh, see if it'll no, spark they're not anything. the ghost adventures. <laughs> but on, oh my god, you're right. But <laughs> honestly, table saws are so loud and also oh, yeah. so dangerous. Yeah. Please don't fuck around with a table saw. Yeah. And never careful. take your hands off the wood or it'll fly and be unpredictable. But that'll be for our carpentry yeah. podcast. Oh, but we'll sawdust smells one. amazing. Yeah. Never next month. Check our um, Patreon for but our it would carpentry be speech. So loud that you oh, would not yeah. be able to tell if literally anything happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry, continue. Okay, so they brought in this teddy bear that they have, and it's rigged. It's got, it's got like three things. It's got an EMF in it. It's got a temperature reader and a vibration sensor. Oh my god, that's my worst nightmare as a nanny. (laughs) So it's this cute little teddy bear, and he's got a glowing green stomach. Very obvious. Because he's a brown bear with a white tummy, and it's just got this alien esque. It's, if I were a ghost, I wouldn't fucking touch it. It's glowing. It's terrifying. And it's supposed to be... It's one of those teddy bears where if you squeeze it, it goes, Ha ha, that tickles! Which is already terrifying. It says that tickles. And it counts like, one, two, three, four. So it says shit when you squeeze it. And they've got the EMF temp vibration thing, so if anything gets near it, it's gonna be kind of recorded. And if something touches it, that thing's gonna go off. And I feel Amy, like that would be weird for a child from the 1940s because they've never had a teddy bear that fucking talks. Yeah. That'd be terrifying. Yeah, it would be. It would be. And this lady had a bunch of 
super old, scary, like Victorian looking teddy bears in the house. So they could have used that. I think this, if it's, if this kid is there, she's drawn to it because it looks like it's from her time, if not older. Right, right, right. But they have the teddy bear. Just for the glowing plutonium stomach. Ugh, it's terrifying. And Amy gives it a little squeeze to show how hard she has to squeeze for it to react. She has to give it like a, like you're holding a tum-tum. Kind of, you have to squeeze it. Mm -hmm. Um, Just like with a normal baby. This is the normal baby. Squeeze, Squeeze it, and it, it goes, hard ah. enough and it'll react. <laughs> so they've got this demon bear and they've got it on camera <laughs> and they start talking like they're talking to a child because that's what they are pretty sure they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, How's their you... child talk? Pretty good? Pretty normal? It's pretty good. It's not condescending. I think she's talking like she talked to her daughter. Right. That's what they it actually, feels like. She has a kid, so that's... there was a stupid scene of her next to a fire pit writing down writing like she was gonna talk to the child. It was extra, I didn't need it. But anyway, she's talking like she's talking to her daughter. They need B roll, Morgan. They need, they need B roll. They have that's to fine. fill forty five minutes, okay? Show me the woods, damn it. <laughs> Show me an albino moose and I'll be set. So they're talking, introducing themselves. You couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it. Um do you ever play with these bears? And they show the scary Victorian bears. Um, we give you permission to play with our bear. We brought it here for you. Are you related to Catherine? Um, is this Lucinda? And then the bear giggles. <gasps> and then it does the, ha ha ha, that tickles. No, 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 it doesn't. Yeah. You lying bear. <laughs> <laughs> so they ask, are you related to Catherine? Can you answer our questions? Um, it happens again. The little tickling thing happens again. Adam thinks that the bear moved. And he's did you see it move? Did you see it move? Um, no, it didn't move. They play back the video. It did not move. <laughs> but um, they play back the audio and there's complete silence. Besides, you know, the, the creepy bear sound. Right. So they can't get, like, whatever's there to talk to them tonight. They play back the trail cam, nothing triggers it, nothing moved on the footage. They feel lost, and they're not sure of what happened, because they're pretty sure this girl's here, but she's not talking, and nothing else that's scratching seems to be talking. And another fact about the scratching is it happened once for each of them, and the way that the scratching happened, Mary drew it to show them how it went. It wasn't a straight straight scratch, it was a couple... It wasn't a three or a four, like a whole hand. It was a few single ones, and they were curved. Like a half moon kind of curved. Unusual. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they're kind of lost, and the next night they decide to bring Catherine. Just because it seems to watch Catherine. Maybe it's drawn to Catherine's energy. They want that motherly figure. My cat just said hi to me. Um, so they go to Catherine's bedroom, the master bedroom. They bring her. They're sitting on the bed, and they're talking to the spirits. Um, they introduce themselves. If anyone else is here, we've been trying to talk to you for a few days. We brought Catherine. Are you related to her? Why are you here? How old are you? Catherine asks, can you tell me who you are? If it's Adam, I'm so glad you're here. Uh, I hear you every night. Yeah. Trying to, it doesn't sound, nah. And then they bring out the baby picture that's framed. Uh, which is really sad. Um, 
This is just like the last time on Kindred Spirits. I know. When it was like clearly something crazy and negative. Yeah, and, and they won't as believe. As it turns out, Native American. Yeah. And they're like, Grandma? Well, that <laughs> it was obvious because it had the yeah, flutes. That was, yeah. that was extremely obvious. Yeah, and this is like, I don't know what's going on here. I feel like the girl might be drawn to the house because it was so close and she feels that motherly well, energy. I mean, it, it seems like it's the know. only thing for But miles. why would she scratch? Yeah, true. Maybe if you went Testing further back in power. the history. Ooh! I like it. I hope she becomes a witch in the afterlife. Can you do that? I think you can do that. <laughs> We're gonna probably have to wait to die to find out. <laughs> Good. Um, so they roll back the audio. Are you related? Why are you here? And then when they get to why are you here, there's some talking, but it's very staticky and you can't really make it out. So something's trying to tell them why they're there. Mm-hmm. Um... And there's definitely that male spirit that said, I watch mm-hmm. you from the woods. Yeah, so, like, there's multiple things happening. Yeah, and they swear this whole time, all the responses, I don't hear at all what they're saying they've heard. I don't hear any actual words. So I'm going to tell you what they think they've heard mm-hmm. and what I think I heard. So they thought that they heard Adam when they asked, are you related? Why are you here? With the staticky talking. Whatever responded d- definitely sounded like a male voice. They heard Adam. How old are you? Something responds. They hear 33. I couldn't make out an actual answer, but I heard static. And the mom says, he would have been 33 this year. So Weird. Yeah. So it seems like an odd... Coincidence. Coincidence. But why would that be what it's... I don't... Odd. So... They move downstairs to the guest room and they're asking about Catherine because they haven't told her what they think is there. They want to kind of see if they bring up Catherine or they ask for Lucinda. I'm sorry. They ask for Lucinda around Catherine, kind of bringing it up. Is there a child here? Um, Do I know you? Are you lost? They play back the audio. Are you lost? And then there's a staticky. I am. And it sounded female to Catherine. I think it sounded kind of female. Mm-hmm. So I think there definitely is several things here. They want to figure out who's there. So they're going to do some more stuff without Catherine. Because Catherine's still very hopeful that it's her son. And they don't want to make her think her son's not there. And it's something dark or this tragic other person. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have her go. And they're asking more questions about Catherine. Do you know the name Ashcraft? Are you a little girl? What's your name? Play back the audio. Are you a little girl? Yes. What is your name? Lucy. A very clear <gasps> Lucy. I heard Lucy. And when they do their wrap up invest like they tell the family everything they figured out, they play back this audio and they ask them what they heard and they both said, I'm pretty sure I heard Lucy. And they didn't tell them Lucinda before uh-huh. this. So they heard Lucy. So Definitely seems like Lucy is in this house. Oh, that's and, so satisfying. And they're very convinced that Adam is there, too, to some extent. They heard Adam. They heard his age. I think he's there watching over her. I don't think he's doing any of the spooking that she's hearing, any of the scratching or watching from the woods. Mm-hmm. And they think maybe she was scratching once to try and get attention. They. This is where they wrap it up. They... Don't bring in a medium. 
which I prefer if they brought in a medium, but I don't think that's no. I don't think that's what they do in this show. So that's my only beef is I love a medium and I'd want them to come in and help kind of move along because the medium would be able to end, see what's there. Just to be able after they do all the research, mm-hmm. don't tell the medium anything and see if there's any yeah. blanks she can fill in yeah. and also help someone that's lost. No, because this girl has been there for a long time. And maybe mm-hmm. this boy has been there a long time and he needs to be able to move on. And the mom mm-hmm. needs to be able to move on. Mm-hmm. And it seems like this girl died very close to the house and she's looking for a family. She feels this energy. Maybe she mm-hmm. sees the baby if he's there. Mm-hmm. She watches from the outside because she wants to come in. Mm-hmm. It's very sad. So what they did was they got in a circle in the house. Mary, Catherine, Adam, Amy... And Catherine spoke and she said, whoever's here, if it's you, Lucy, you are more than welcome to be in my house. You can go to any room you want. You can stay here if you no, want. You can play with my son. If, yeah. Home. Maybe they'll get a medium. But she welcomed her into her home. Said, if you see my son, feel free to interact with him, play with him. Um, <laughs> I don't want you mixing with my boy. Yeah, if you see my son, fuck off. <laughs> He's mine. So, I think it was sweet because if they did hear Adam, the mother got to hear her son speak his name, and she seemed to be so touched by that. Wait, he said his name? Well, when they heard Adam, what part was it? They asked who's here. Oh, yeah. Um, why Are you related? Why are you here? And they heard what they... They heard Adam. Hmm. I didn't hear Adam, but she seems to have heard <laughs> Adam. Mm-hmm. And it, it just... You know, it seems like she hasn't Hard moved to know, because she really, really she wanted wants to it hear to be, She hasn't moved on. Yeah. So, you know, even if it didn't happen and she heard, that just makes her feel like he's there with her, so. Hmm. But that's literally how it ends. They give them some bouquets as a parting gift. They've opened up their home to potential Lucinda. And the spirits are there. And I wish, I, I don't know, maybe they do some follow-up episodes. But... I like it because they do several days worth of investigations. Right. They try different routes. I wish they did that um, the little talking box with the headphones that they did the last episode where I talked about them. Mm-hmm. But not closure. No, no closure. it's not closure. They need to get psychic medium Mia Dolan. They do. They, they literally talked the like they were doctors. Rescue mediums. Like they were like... Uh, I wouldn't worry too much about the scratching. It happened once. Seems like it isn't going to happen again. Don't worry about that. Oh my god. (laughs) Which I guess if it did happen once, sure. But what if there is something there punking on these kids? What if there's a dark entity that didn't make itself known? Yes. Or is capitalizing off of their want for it to be a child. It's acting like it's Adam. Yeah. You never know. You never know. It's like, yes, Yes, I'm a little girl. It's me, Lucy. Like, meanwhile, it's just like a terrifying, gigantic goat beast. <gasps> Albino moose. No, no, no. How no, dare you slander his majestic name? Majestic and beautiful. <laughs> okay, so um, that yeah, was the ghost story. That was the ghost but story. But I have some more. <gasps> so, um, so I watched Zach Bagans has a documentary out. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, indeed. It's, um, so there's this house in, like, Illinois or someplace horrible, and, um, and 
apparently it was so haunted and demonic and horrible, like possessed the kids that lived there, hospital. Uh, they had to go to the hospital and they were like levitating and the social worker that was working with them like had to move cities. She was so traumatized. Oh so naturally, God. Zach Bagans finds out about this house and purchases it, purchases it sight unseen. Oh, my God. So he buys this place. Uh, and he has to bribe squatters to get out of it. Jesus. True uh, true story. And the story is of him and his experiences in the house. And he does what I think is one of the dumbest things I've ever, ever seen him do. Oh, uh, Lord. That's got to be big. Well, if you're going to watch it, watch it and stop listening to me because I'm going to ruin it right now. But he, but I mean, you can expect that yeah. stupid shit's going to happen. It's still going to be worth it. So he buys his house. Mm-hmm. He um he has all the windows and doors um barric he basically barricades himself inside by having people like drill um panels of plywood over the windows and door so he literally cannot get out Jeez which is like what like why why? Like, why why are you such a weird masochist like why do you want to suffer so who are bad? you <laughs> yeah so um. So he like barricades himself inside this place and then he's in the bath. He's in a bedroom just sitting on the bed and they never catch anything on camera. There's no audio. Like there's nothing like tangible, but you just see him start to like scream at something in front of him and he freaks out and, uh, and he goes to the kitchen and is just like pacing. And then in the, in the, a voiceover, he's like, my eyes were hurting extremely badly. They didn't stop hurting until I went to the doctor and I had, like, ocular da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And uh, they had officially become, like, cross-eyed because of this fucking experience. Holy and they, he can't have surgery because it risks permanent blindness. <gasps> so now he has to wear special glasses. <gasps> all oh because my God. of this insane house. Why you don't and fuck then with houses at the like end... That? They decide to demolish it. So he buys this place to tear it down and for it to ruin his vision. Jesus Christ. And one of their one of their uh, investigators at the hotel one night after they've been like investigating this place for a while, he just starts like rampaging, like screaming at like some demon that no one else can see and like yelling, like, what do you got? Like, what do you fucking got? And like oh my God. screaming and like the elevator and all this stuff. And he's just like pacing really intensely. And Zach and the other guys are just like, have their iPhones up. Just like, what's, what's going on, Jeremy? <laughs> like, who oh you talking God. to? And he's just like, fucking nobody. Fuck you. Like, he's like crazy. Oh my God. And then he quits. <gasps> or he may not quit, but he, they're like, dude, you have to leave. Like, cause he kept saying like horrible things to the Zach, like he should kill himself <gasps> and all this stuff. Uh, oh so then God. he leaves and then they just show these pictures of him with like, six like new like gigantic 666 tattoos on like the tops of his hands and like a picture of like some tattoo covered bitch like on like face level which with his crotch like looking up and he's like got the camera up like above his head like looking down and she's just like yeah whatever we're fucking demons now and they they were like we have not like heard or seen him since but this (gasps) appeared on his social media and it was just like he's just like got like 666 (gasps) and he's just like i'm a demon asshole now (laughs) Woo! like this is me now it's 
insane. That's crazy. It's a crazy documentary. It's so strange. Um, It's, (laughs) yeah, it's nuts. Oh, my God. Yeah. And what's interesting was I I was thinking of doing it as a story on here, Mm -hmm. but it was so weird and, like, dark and unsettling that I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to attempt fate. Like, I don't usually believe in the nonsense that Zach Bagans does, but, like, this one was just, like, it just gave me a really, really icky feeling. I don't believe in his nonsense, but I believe in nonsense. quite a bit of the places he goes to. I believe he goes to haunted places and he puts himself in a position to get fucked up because he's so disrespectful. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't really be respectful to a demon. Um, well, to a demon, but to actual ghosts, regular yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To just... actual, like, humans. I heard you were a whore. <laughs> you, you, want, you want me to buy you a guy a dollar? Woo, I'm Zach Bagans. Yeah. Look at my white um, shirt. Oh, he's a black shirt. <laughs> You'll never be the albino moose man. Oh, don't even mention them in the same sentence. <laughs> Uh, but it's a crazy documentary. Very weird. To watch very it, yeah. unsettling. Um, I also watched the first like five minutes of the movie, The Conjuring, which I had never seen before, <gasps> and Wait, it was so you've not never scary seen the that I had to stop. It gets yeah. there. It gets no, there. No, no. I was like, I new line. It. We're it's not so there good. yet. It's so I don't good. believe in Ed Warren. I don't oh, really. Believe. And that doll. Well, yeah, because they participate in a lot of cases that are later proved to be absolutely hoaxes. And I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't need this shit. I just like it as a spooky movie. When you get into it, the the lady is so it's so good. The doll with like the crayon. Oh, no, fuck like Annabelle. The... You just saw the Annabelle part. You didn't get to it the was house. Enough. Annabelle's the stupid shit. You got to get past. They're like setting the scene to be like they do so many crazy cases, and they wanted to get a sequel. Because they did an Annabelle movie, and that was absolutely horrible. And Bad. Annabelle is a Raggedy Ann doll. It's Which not I'm like a... terrified of Raggedy Ann Exactly. Dolls. I think a Raggedy Ann doll is scarier than the one they tried to make look as scary mm-hmm. as possible. And the lighting was just horrible. Oh, but the movie, when like, they get I to the like, house, I can't do this. it's all like 70s, 80s vibe. It's 70s vibe, and it's just fucking with the kids so hard. It's so good. The second one is very good. The second one fucked me up. It's not the same. It's so good. You gotta give it a- you gotta- screw the Annabelle part, you gotta get into it. Also, I still haven't seen Hereditary. I missed it in theaters, and I'm waiting to see it elsewhere. But I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. I'm gonna see it. Um, I'm not as much of a horror fan as I am just like a straight ghost story fan. Mm -hmm. So I think people are like, what? You haven't seen this, this, and this? And I'm like, dude, that's not my bad. There are different levels. Like, I like, I like, I like like being cozy scary. I don't like being like, oh, I love being scared. I I love a good trauma. (laughs) I like being cozy scared. Like, um, a good, like, New England yeah. Cozy spook. I do not care for, like, Saw movies where the scare factor is in the gore. I don't do that. So if you're looking for that, I don't do that. I don't I'm think they would have listened an hour in so. if that's what they were looking They're for. Like, Although they got a they got a three year old sawed in oh, half, they so did. they kind of did get what they wanted. You sick fucks! <laughs> you <laughs> How did dare this. You? All right. Well, that's about that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> we've done enough. <laughs> uh, we've done enough damage. Yeah, um, we did it. This was super fun. This Yay. was fun. Yeah. Um, I. Re- I read one of our reviews accidentally. Um, oh, no. I usually avoid it. And right. and there was one that was really funny that said, um, 
were like two high school like idiot girls who like oh god what was it who like think they're funny and i'm like i I obviously have not interacted with girls in high school recently if you think this is the way that they talk my god also we've been talking this way since literally elementary school so (laughs) yeah check that Mm -hmm. um but there was another one what was it that said like they're like uh, a lifetime of friendship reverberates in the way that they interact with each other and i was like that's you're right yeah (laughs) yes thank you thank you Um, no we've known each other for newer listeners since we've known each other since like third grade yes and I gave a, a hard pass yeah, to I said, friendship. Hey, want to be friends? And she said, eh, nah. I said, I, I actually I have, have enough. enough. <laughs> and then that comment came to bite me in the fucking ass when they all if abandoned me a few years later. But I embraced fake. the friendship that is the glory of Morgan in about fifth grade. And then um, it's been cemented pretty much ever since. I was at my prime then. we were all at our prime in fifth grade i don't think my confidence had ever been higher than when i was in fifth grade i wish i had my fifth grade confidence back or seventh grade dominated in reading class yeah yeah everybody knew um thanks for the reviews yes and write some more there's so many from like a year ago when like our audio was terrible and and we were still working out the kinks and it's like come on give us a chance i do apologize working i've had horrible audio through the years i've moved to like four different places since we've done this podcast it's been a turbulent time and no one blames you for it except for me except for me (laughs) and at your final judgment the white moose will have um but you know we you have time for that yeah i hope Maybe. So you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can get some merch at redbubble.com. I'm going to do a really fun review-based giveaway uh, next episode, so know that. Keep that in mind. Keep your little reviewing thumbs ready. Um, And review, subscribe, tell your friends, because it's... I mentioned merch. Okay. Listen, Morgan. I just... Um... (laughs) It's coming up on fall. Tell your friends if they want to hear some spooky stories. This is the place to do it. We love you, and we want you to have a spooky night. Filled with restless dreams. Of haunted things. Okay. Bye. 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 Goodbye.